here we go. Hi, and welcome to today's podcast, which will sound different from most other podcasts and most most other episodes here. Um, I heard this song this morning in Panera while having coffee, and I was surprised to hear it. Uh, Black Pumas? Uh, and once I pull this 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 uh, this lever, this lever down, this volume down, you'll be able to hear a little bit. And I won't say anything yet, but um, let's see if you can figure out um, why today sounds different. We have a guest coming up, uh, a guest who uh, who returns after a visit in March with a very serious situation, still serious. Um, Alana Machenko from Toledo Helps Ukraine. And uh, I apologize that a really important and powerful part of that podcast got uh, technical difficulties. Not going to happen here with Lana. Um, She'll give us an update. She was over um, providing aid. We'll hear about her trip, how she got there, what she encountered, what it was like to come back. And uh, an event they have coming up in a couple weeks you might want to be a part of. Or you can just say, screw it and give now. A couple other things to get to I did not know. Oh, let me start with the, the positive news. Uh, even though I, I have the the internet's the social media's ums budman uh, ums budman on to um to correct everything. Jeez, like I'm I'm all for debate, but doing it on Facebook is not the place for it. Um, and I'm not going to get too granular or nuanced with this, but I will tell you, as you might have already seen, gas prices are in the four seventies around here. And I've kind of hinted at it for a couple of days. And I was pretty doom and gloom a couple of weeks ago, thinking that we were going to, we and other factors were going to push ourselves into a recession where there was going to be a lot of job loss. And as I've said repeatedly, I'd rather have high, high prices and jobs plentiful rather than lower expected normal inflation and massive job loss. Uh, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a guess here. An educated guest from what I read, who I listen to, and there are some, not surface level, but basement level factors that are quite positive, that are pointing in the right direction, and this is where the person, he clearly glossed over this and just wanted to argue. Um, I say it's informed speculation on my part. I think we have peaked when it comes to an inflation and gas. Okay? I'm not saying anything more than that. Um, I mean, it, it has been really bad. I'm not saying it's going to go back to where it was. I'm simply saying I think we hit the peak and it still might be problematic for a while. Who knows what's going to go on over where Alana is trying to help. You know, Russia is the wildest of all wild cards. And we now see how important that region is for oil and grain and other things around the country. And the global economy is interlocked. Knock a domino over like that and we all feel it. Um, but I think we're going to start heading in a, in a better direction now. I don't know when gas will be back down to 275, uh, but it's out of the fives. And I'm not saying it's going to go back up to that. If it does, we'll see. I, I'll be wrong, but I, I feel we're going, going in a good direction. The direction Quinn, a tortoise, was going in was Monclova. Uh, I know we have a, a camel in the area that gets out every now and then. Scooby? You see him on the uh, West West Toledo streets. I didn't know somebody had a, a pet tortoise. Uh, Quinn, Durango Drive in South Toledo. Quinn escaped, and there were signs up looking for her. I, 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 a dog or a cat runs away. Uh, they're fast. They can be easily scared. 
a tortoise not so much, which makes it really surprising that she got five miles away to Monclova. I'd, uh, I know, you know, she doesn't talk. I didn't see the news stories. I read them. I'd like to see if anybody that did the news stories, like, put the mic in Quinn's face and was like, so Quinn, why did you leave? Where were you going? Were you going to, to Spring Meadows? So, um, a neat story. And if you have a non-traditional, I don't want to say exotic, if you have a non-traditional pet, let's let's talk. What else? Um, something really bad for Toledo and maybe catastrophic is happening for the, the BG uh, athletic programs. I talked about this 10 years ago uh, when I had a sports show in Detroit. At that time, there was a, a lot of conference movement. Uh, team switching conferences. At that point, the Big Ten was like the Big 11 or 12. It all started with uh, Penn State 30 years ago, which was of interest to me because that was my local team in Philadelphia growing up. Um, you know these conferences expand, and I won't get too detailed with this, but I'll bring this back to a, a regional thing. Like, and again, catastrophic is, I don't think it's overstating it. USC and UCLA as in California teams, Los Angeles, are going to join the Big Ten. Why? It's not, we have gotten away in the last half decade or more from geography being the driving point. The Southeastern Conference having Southwest teams. The Atlantic Coast Conference having teams way away from the Atlantic Coast. Um, It's about um, market sizes. And now the Big Ten has markets on the East Coast. Uh Rutgers in New York City, Maryland, um, and and the Washington, Baltimore, D.C. area. Um, Penn State was a a Philadelphia and and New York market kind of thing. It's about being in these massive markets to get eyeballs. And now they have um, two of the biggest schools in the second largest city in the country. It's all about money. And I'm going to leave that at that. When all these conferences continue and end realigning, um, I worry that, let's say, use Michigan. Uh, or I'll use Ohio State. They play Toledo. Toledo's going to the shoe, the horseshoe, in September. They're going to get beat. Hopefully they're competitive like they were against Notre Dame. But they're going to get a big payday. Probably a couple hundred thousand dollars. You probably see this. These smaller schools go to big schools and, get, and some get beat like 72 to 4. They get annihilated and embarrassed and you're wondering why. Because they get paid to take that beating. And that large pay in a lot of ways, funds these athletic programs, funds the football program, which in many places um, keeps the lights on for all the other sports. Now, I don't know this that well, but I do know if Ohio State and Michigan no longer need to put Toledo or BG on their schedule, where do those big paydays from Toledo, uh, from those schools come from for UT? There's going to be a lot less money in that program. If they cut a sport, a men's sport, they have to cut a women's sport. It's the economics of college football and how this is changing in many ways for the better, even though it's the Wild West now with players being able to sign contracts and just be free agents and jump from school to school year after year. But this affects us here in the way that I could potentially see programs on the level of BG football, which has not been successful. My 10 years here, I think they've had one bowl maybe two or three decent years, um, if they can't get those paydays, and that football program probably doesn't generate a ton of money as is, does it just fold up? Do some of these schools turn into 
like Owens. And now I know that's a state school, but I want I just want to see how these smaller schools who depend on Ohio State and Michigan beating money um to fund so much, to fund so so much. Um have you noticed why I sound a little different? And I've got some extra saliva here. Um, I have Invisalign. I didn't like how my bottom teeth were crowding. One was moving way too much. And uh, this morning was not not fun. Not fun. It was, I, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't ask any questions. I, I have gone from being the absolute prototypical terrified person at the dentist, so much so that I didn't go for five years and got myself in all kinds of periodontal trouble, um, to... Today was not comfortable. Today there was one thing that didn't taste good, but um, I just lay there. There was one thing that really hurt. He kind of like sawed a space in between my teeth so my teeth can move. That was the least fun. Everything else was just not comfortable. Uh, They put some brackets on my teeth. The trays are in now. I popped them out pretty easily, and uh, I'm looking forward to this. I'll keep you updated. So I I actually didn't know if I was going to be able to I've already done my show for uh, the radio show for Friday. I recorded the Sunday one. I didn't think my mouth, my whole face was going to be without pain to sit here and chat with you for for a few minutes. So I thank you for being here. One more thing. If you have kids who are looking for what I believe is high quality, well-organized, low-fee organized sports, team, T-E-A-M, Toledo Elementary Athletics Movement. They service, they kind of supplement or augment the fact that I guess TPS doesn't have sports leagues. So they do, upcoming is soccer, basketball, baseball. They help kids out if they need equipment. Um, So give them a look. Follow them on Facebook. If you know someone who lives in Toledo and is, again, looking for well-organized, high quality, and it's like 40 bucks per sport, per season, put it their way. Find them on Facebook, Toledo Elementary Athletics Movement. Now, uh, we welcome back, I welcome back, in full form, with nothing cut out, Alana Machenko and a little bit of her adorable um, Paw Patrol and PJ Masks-loving daughter, Jasmine. Thank you for being here, and I thank Alana for coming back. Welcome back. It's good to see you again. Good to see you again, too. I'm uh, I'm excited that you could make some time because time seems like uh, you have not had much of. You've had a busy couple of months since thing, this thing all got going, right? Yeah. The thin is what thin? Toledo helps Ukraine. <laughs> well, yes, thank you. Yes, the thing that is consu- not the child, the thing that has consumed your life for the last couple of months and all the help you've been doing. Um, you, it's, it's hard to keep up with where I see you doing a ton, collecting a ton, Um. Where are all these supplies going? How many trips have you taken? I have a lot of questions. Well, let's get it started then. Oh, we, let's get it started. <laughs> um, when last we connected, sometime in the spring or so, yeah. um, you got your pallets, that, that stuff all went overseas. Tell, yes. tell me about all that. Yes. Uh, total, we uh, were able to collect many, many needed essential supplies that been delivered to Ukraine. And we still have one uh, last uh, container uh, that is getting shipped soon. It's 20 pallets left uh, with medical supplies and um, other essentials like personal hygiene, uh, food even. 
you know, dried food, canned food, all of that that people need right there is getting shipped from here, from Toledo to Ukraine. Uh, Alana's also here to talk about an event coming up in July. We'll come back to that because, again, we haven't chatted. There's been a lot going on. Uh, let's stick with the supplies and the needs at this moment. Um, you mentioned some medical supplies and, and, and cans. Um, are the needs the same as they were months ago? It's fluctuates. It's it changed constantly. When we were on a mission trip uh, in partnership with Block Communication Inc. Uh, to Hungary, to Poland, and then Ukraine, the need was um, salt, uh, cooking oil, diesel. Um, now um, we know people severely lacking food and medical supplies. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your trip like when you went over there? How long were you there for? Were there any surprises, good or bad? Tell me about it. Well, the next day after my last exam in law school, I was already in Pittsburgh <laughs> on a plane, uh, heading Hungary. That's where our mission started um, with two um, wonderful journalists uh, from, as I said, Black Communication Inc. We were able to travel together and have a mutual exchange um, deal. I would be delivering aid and being an interpreter, and they will be collecting a story, a real story of internally displaced refugees and other people who a victim of this horrible situation in Ukraine. So we arrived to Hungary, and um, I'm going to be honest, Hungary was not very supportive. You never seen any flags or um, places where Ukrainians can get help, even though there were a lot of Ukrainians in Hungary we met. Uh, a lot of young Ukrainians there. It's a very busy city, Budapest, that's where we went. Um, and yet... Uh, we didn't notice any support from a government, specifically in Hungary. So we get um, self together and then headed um, on a rented car to the border. Well, to our surprise, the rented car was not permitted to enter. So with all our suitcases that we have, because we brought manually six um, total suitcases with aid, um, those two journalists were just doing heroic work. Were they in dangerous situations? I think so. They didn't feel like that, right. even though it was the west side of the country. And perhaps the same time when we were visiting uh, Ukraine, um, President Biden's wife was there mm-hmm. an hour away from the city where we were. And um, it's supposed to be safe. But as the latest experience shows that there is no safe place in Ukraine, um, enemy attack unexpectedly to civilians and um, people should not disregard the sirens. Sure. Um, how how long were you over there for? In Ukraine, we were total for seven days. Um, and then two more weeks in the surrounding countries um, delivering aid. While you were there, were there any surprises, good or bad? Uh, the pictures that we've seen back here on the news and otherwise, did they do a, an, affection, a, an accurate job of depicting what's happening over there? Well, in that specific city where we went, there were no destruction. It was just a... Um, many, many internally displaced refugees. Like a little town with a 50,000 people population would turn into 100,000. Sure. And of course, it's it's, it's packed and the atmosphere, it just filled with um, uncertainty and fear that people experienced there. We met um, People that just don't know what to do. Right. They don't have a secured housing for the next day or two. So Toledo Helps Ukraine were able to um, 
provide some housing for them locally there. We just purchased a hotel till the end of the month, so two or three months for a couple of families, and it was delightful. How about when you uh, maybe got on the plane to come back or got back here? What were the emotions like to, to be back where your blood is? Yeah, I was about to kiss the ground. When you got back? Yeah. I, I appreciate every peaceful uh, molecule of the air yeah, right. in the United States, and I knew... I noticed when I came back, the gas prices were skyrocketing. <laughs> yes, they were. And I, I see the frustration. Yeah. But guys, at least you have it. Right. And there, me and my husband, when we were filling up the delivery vents full of aid to take it to Ukraine, we had to also pack canisters with diesel. And it's it's impossible to get aid without providing the fuel for that. Now, getting getting these refugees the aid they they need is it is it really a challenge or is it a bit easier than one might expect to uh, get the aid? Uh, to get like p- people that are doing what you've done, people that are over there now, getting the refugees the aid that they need, the medical supplies, mm-hmm. the food. Um, is it a task? Is it challenging? Is it hard? Oh, absolutely. I I think uh, there is. It should be a classes <laughs> that teach how, how to um, do logistics, how to do a proper, uh, um, you know, choosing the truck, how to prepare the papers on the border. Sure. Because not everyone can just bring a five-ton container or van worth of stuff. You have to know what you do. And we were very uh, blessed to have... Uh, um, being surrounded with people who understand what to do. And it was a uh, very reliable people from our church in Ukraine who been living in Poland for many years. And now they're all for us helping their brothers and sisters in Ukraine. Um, I know you said uh, the government of Hungary wasn't very helpful, but when you were on your, on your trip um, in various places, did you come across other people like yourself from across the planet who would come to the area to offer aid? Oh, yeah. Good. We met Samaritan Purse. We met Red Cross. We met just volunteers who quit their jobs, quit do what they do, and transform their businesses from a construction, for instance, to uh, uh, a transportation. Or we met the person who decided to sell everything he have and just be a driver for these there type is still, of events. There is still some goodness out there. Absolutely. Um, I think last time we spoke, you said your parents had gotten out safely. Um, how are they? Where are they right now? My parents are still living in uh, limbo in, in Poland. We're trying to get them to the United States, but that's not an easy task sure. as well. Um, it's obviously financially difficult to support family of four. And yet these people with all devastation that they have to go through, they were so uh, rigorous on starting uh, uh, help Ukraine. When I came from United States, obviously with uh, uh, fundings that Toledo were able to collect for for this purpose, um, my family were ready to do anything I said. And so we would go to a place like Costco and just bought the pallets worth of uh, goods, mm-hmm. even candies. We bought the candies too. Um, you had a dance event a couple weeks ago, right, at Parkway Plaza. I, you weren't in the country, though, right? Or were you here? It's yes. hard to keep up with you. <laughs> Thank you. I have uh, um, a team of couple people who are now dedicated their time to Toledo Hubs Ukraine voluntarily. Great. None of us getting paid. It's all um, 
free. The the payment is the purpose and helping other people. Yeah, so I have another uh, Ukrainian lady. Her name is Anna, and she's a faculty in um, Bowling Green. She joined our team, Toledo Helps Ukraine, and we believe Anna's input is a treasure. Great. Because Anna is now coordinator for every event we have. And she was able to pull it out without me being in a country, yes. Yeah, I, I was trying to figure all that out, and I'm glad that it, it seemed like a great night at Parkway Plaza. Um, there is another event coming up, on, which is July 18th, correct? That's in Bowling Green. Is there anything between now and then, event-wise, we can talk about? Yes, our website is open for financial Perfect. donations yes. every single day and night. Love and it. we accept the, and and appreciate every uh, input. You mentioned um, like learning the logistics um, from the outset of this, because I think uh, right before we had or right after we connected, you became an official nonprofit. Um, what's the number again? 501c3. Thank you. Some of my numbers get confusing. I apologize. Um, there was that. What has this experience been, um, aside from all the, the catastrophe over there, building this nonprofit, which let's go back sick. We'll go back to January. You just wanted to be a student. You wanted to be a mom. You wanted to take care of your business with your husband. And now you're a nonprofit um, person. What's that experience been like? I have to admit that Toledo is a good place for that because people are friendly and uh, very uh, helpful in every activities you want to start. And I'm a number one example of that because not knowing what we do as we talk about that last time with the support of a community we were able to understand the structure we were able to uh, create a path and make a real impact with just three or five of people yeah quite an incredible experience to to follow along and watch um on july 18th you have an event coming up wine and canvas yes we receive um an offer from Wine and Campus Organization to have a, a fundraiser for purposes of helping our organization and uh, support our mission. So we agreed, whoever um, whoever reached to us, we never say no. So whoever wants to do partnership with us or um, fundraisers, we always open. And Wine and Canvas was one of them. So we gladly agreed. Um, tell me a little bit more about it, where it's going to be. It's going to be Monday, July 18th, 6.30 to 9.30 p.m. at Howard's Club, which is in Bowling Green. Um, people will be uh, painting the sunflowers, and we all know that sunflowers not a coincidence. It's become a symbol of you know, resistance of, and resilience of Ukrainian people against this Russian bully. So sunflower... That's the painting we're going to have. People will be provided with equipment. Um, you just need to bring your uh, good uh, mood and enjoy the evening. The tickets can be purchased on our website. I think I also saw there will be some raffles and T-shirts and more. Yes, besides um, the painting, um, this event is open for public. If you want to just stop by, there's going to be a baking sale, there's going to be a silent auction, and a raffle, yes. Excellent. Um, I think several months ago, one of the key places helping you guys out was the uh, Charles Boyk Law Firm, correct? Oh, they still are. They Good. still are Good. Uh, um, guidance. Good. Is there anybody else uh, that has been so helpful? I know you mentioned the community at large, the woman that you met from BG, Bowling Green. Is there anybody else that you'd like to give a little love to or acknowledge their their help over this course, this journey, this unexpected? expected journey you've been so successful on Toledo in general okay all right 
Yes, um, I mean, I, I, I know if I reach to any organization in this town, I will receive a positive yes. It's it just, it's been like that. We never see any uh, no so far. Good. And we were thankful for that. So Toledo in general is a hero. Everyone who lives here is a hero. And the center point for everything is ToledoHelpsUkraine.com, right? That's right. Or Facebook, if you're a Facebook lover. Uh, it's been great to see you again. Thank you. Great to see you, too. Um, now I'll ask you the hard questions. Jasmine, are you ready? Should we ask you the hard questions? Go ahead. Catboy or gecko? Gecko. No, no, no. We're asking your mom. Ask your mom, catboy or gecko? Well, I have to really dive into a substance of this cartoon like yeah, okay. I do for any other activities, but let it be uh, gecko. Is, is that the good? Is that a good call? Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, there's Rubble and Chase, and who else is there, Jasmine? Everest. Who? Everest. I don't know who that is. They must be new. It's, it's a new part of the team. It makes eyes. Got it. Okay. All right. <laughs> It's been a pleasure. 